At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. Welcome to Off the Beaten Path. I'm Stacy Hubeck. And I'm Terry Miller. Um, all right, so today Terry has something really weird planned for me. There's drinks in front of me and candy. So I'm excited to see what's happening. It's yeah. also getting chilly outside. It is starting to get chillier outside. Yeah. It was kind of in between today. Last or this morning, man, it was kind of chilly. Yeah, it was. I turned the heat on in my house for a few minutes because. My house was like 64 degrees, and I just turned it on until it hit 70. That's when you need a damn blanket, not the heat. Well, my it was chilly everywhere, and I had a blanket. First of all, don't judge me. I pay for my own heat, so. <laughs> no anyway, judgment here. Uh, what are we doing first? All right, so we got a lot of fun stuff planned for today. So let's kick it off with how your week was. Maybe a little Stephen King update, something like that. My company picnic's tomorrow, so I'm excited about that. Oh, where do you have your company picnic at? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. A park in Columbia. Oh, thanks. But that I, really narrows it down. But I'm not 100% sure. Um, Stephen King, I'm still listening to It. Actually, me and Deuce watched part one of It last night. I mean, we'd seen it before, but we watched it again. And we almost finished it, but we were tired. Um, but Is it yeah. on Netflix? No. I rented it. Oh, okay. From Google Play. Oh, gotcha. Um, but yeah, so I'm still reading it. I'm like right at the part where they met each other at the restaurant and then they all left and all this weird shit is like happening to each of them. I'm at the part where Beverly is talking to that old lady, the part that's previewed in it too, where oh, she's okay. like talking to that old woman and then the old lady goes crazy. So you're in the section where they're adults now. Yeah, for the first time they're adults. Although what I think is weird is like we've met like Hamlin or Hanlon as an adult, but we haven't met him as a kid yet. Which oh, I think okay. Is strange. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty stoked about it. I hope nobody uh, is on the waiting list so I can renew it because there's no way I'm going to finish it in five days or however long I have it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's what, that's that. <laughs> so, I mean, my week's been pretty good. I mean, to be honest, I got new glasses. Yeah, they look nice. I like them. Thank you. The darker frames. Yeah. And I was trying to pick something that wasn't big on my face, but kind of sit on my face just nicely. And I think I just did it well. nicely. Nautica. I don't ever wear my glasses. I have two pairs and I need to wear them. Why don't you wear them? Because they're like reading glasses, and I just forget because I've never worn them my whole life. Oh, okay. So I just have to like start doing it because I get headaches at work when I sit on the computer all day and I don't wear them. 
Can we ever do an episode of this podcast where one of us does not fucking yawn? No, doubt it. <laughs> Let's make a bet on it. Doubt it. All right, so you got any weird stuff to talk about? Uh, no. Oh, like, aside from my thing that I'm doing? No. Or I'm just thing- mean, like, anything like you've... Oh, I mean, no, not really. Um, trying to think. No. Not, I guess it's been a pretty unweird week. <laughs> yeah, kind of has. I use my crockpot. Yeah. That's not weird. <laughs> For what? What'd you make in your crockpot? Pork roast, which didn't turn out the way that I thought. So then I ended up shredding it and using it for pulled pork sandwiches the next day. Oh, I, I do like pulled pork. Pulled pork is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I went down to Baltimore yesterday for a safety expo. That mm-hmm. was pretty fun. That's nice. Where was it Tennessee. at? Tennessee. Uh, Martin West. Okay. And that was where my prom was. That's where your prom was? Oh, wait. No, my prom was at Martin's East. Oh, okay. So I guess... I don't know. I guess it's the same owning company, but like on the other side. So it's the Western version of the Eastern version? No, it's just called Martin's East. Are you sure you weren't at Martin's East? I think it was Martin's West. I don't think so. Wait, maybe, <laughs> maybe you're right. No, wait, there is a Martin's East and a Martin's West. Yeah, so there's two of them. Wait, yeah, hold on. It was really pretty, though. It would, it would be really pretty for a prom. It really that would looks be. looks like where we had my prom. Hold on. What, West? Well, I mean, no, it was definitely Martin's East, but they look very similar. Oh, okay. So, like, this is Martin's East. Oh, yeah, they And that do. looks kind they of do. like where you are. Yeah, okay. I was like, I know I'm not going crazy. Um, <laughs> goddamn Nat in here again. I cannot. All right. So, what are we starting off with today? Weird stuff? Questions? Weird stuff. So, right. Stacey, how are you going to wear me out today? Are you going to make me go first? Okay. Yeah, because so- I went first the last two weeks. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even realize. Um, okay, so today I'm going to weird you out with talking about some strange rituals around the world. All right. All right, so let's start it off. And I got these from a bunch of different sites. I did write them down, but like List First, Language Trainers, uh, Alhambra Instituto, something else. Um, okay, let's kick it off. So, the annual vegetarian festival in Phuket, Thailand, is host to a most extreme ritual. It requires the participants to push spears, knives, swords, and hooks through their cheeks. It's believed gods enter their body through the ritual, protecting them from evil and bringing good luck. The picture I saw, this dude is literally sitting with his mouth open and, like, in the, through his cheeks is a knife like through one and there's a knife through the other one and a couple other oh. things there's like four or five so that's weird um this is also it's like you're giving yourself a piercing or something that's gross i know except it's like a couple inches long 
Why don't they just gauge their cheeks? Mm, I don't know. I mean, if they gauge their cheeks, the spirits can get in and out all the time. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Uh, But then you just have, like, an open sore into your mouth. Like, I feel like that cannot be healthy. You just have, like, a hole that goes into your mouth constantly. Well, what do you think happens after they pull the knife out? I know, but it's different. It's thin. It's not, like, wide. Oh, that's true. It's, like, long and narrow. Yeah, and it's not all stretched out. (laughs) Yeah. Could you imagine if you just looked at somebody and instead of a cheek, they just had a giant gauge. (gasps) Oh, Oh, my God. God. Like, dude, you have a cavity right there. (laughs) Oh, God. Yes. Oh, oh, no. Okay. Um, Okay. This one is actually kind of weird. It's, like, really out there, but I kind of get it. Um, in a spiritual sense. So the Amazonian tribe of Yanumami is one of the most primitive in the world. In their view, death is not a natural phenomenon. The corpse is cremated and cremated, cremated, and the resulting ashes are mixed with fermented bananas. Then the mixture is consumed by the tribe's people as a way of making sure the spirit of the deceased member continues to live among them. Like, weird, but also kind of nice. Yeah. I mean, you're just eating, like, ashes of a dead person mixed with some banana. I mean, you probably wouldn't even know. Yeah. I mean, other than the color, you probably would. Like, Yeah. But I kind of like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's organic. It's going back in your body. I I don't know. I kind of get it. Then they're, like, always with you. I don't know. I kind of get it. Kind of sounds like cannibalism to me, but okay. But I mean, they're dead. And their ashes. Yeah, they're dead. Eating dead people. It's, That's cannibalism. It's eating ashes, though. It's like not quite dead. Well, whatever. Okay. So if you cook the meat and it burns and you get some of that uh, burnt meat, that's okay. You're all right. <laughs> that's pretty much like eating ashes. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, stop. All right. So nothing says circle of life like the Tibetan sky burial. This funeral practice involves chopping up the body of the deceased and leaving it to be eaten by vultures. Vultures. This is like a Buddhist ritual. So it teaches that the body is empty, is an empty vessel after death. Therefore, there's no need to preserve it because the soul gets reincarnated. So the vultures will take the soul to heaven where it will await reincarnation. Um, It also provides food for the vultures and saving the lives of the animals. That they might otherwise hunt for food. Okay. So this one is funny. This is a little bit. The last the last three are funny. The one is hilarious and the last two are food related and I like them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one is in Japan. So in Japan, giant penises are paraded through the town. The first Sunday of April, thousands of people visit Kawasaki to witness Kanemara Matsuri, or the Penis Festival. During the festival, you get to see lots of penises in varying colors and sizes and eat penis-shaped sweets. It used to be known as the Shinto Shinto Fertility Tradition and was later changed to a sex-positive ritual. The organizers of this ritual are priests of the Kanayama that worships the Shinto religion. 
Legend has it that a demon possessing a vagina ate penises. The demon was defeated when a girl asked a blacksmith to create a penis made of steel, which broke the demon's teeth. It's kind of amusing, this person, the person who wrote the article says. It's kind of amusing, yet the people in Japan consider it a religious practice. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to go to Japan so damn bad. I want to go to Japan, too. I think it would be really cool to go to Japan. Me, too. Just because they're so quirky and they embrace it, I would love it. They're also so serious about work and other things. Did you see this? Yes, I did. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) speaking of penises, it's dildos, and there's, like, a drill tip that the dildo slides onto. And this guy commented, and y'all bitches wonder why a man can't get off. <laughs> well, Samantha, if you didn't pulverize your pussy with power drills and use a jackhammer with, for a vibrator, then maybe you wouldn't have issues with a regular penis. But no, you want to turn your vagina into a construction site. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I thought that was funny. Oh my god, that is. Like when you were saying that, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Was that? But like, how fun would that's probably such a good fucking time. I mean, like, schlong parade, that's pretty I know. Cool. I mean, people probably are just getting shit based at the penis parade. Like, that sounds so fun. What if you have a penis? Are you allowed to show it? I mean, I don't know. I've never been. <laughs> All <laughs> right, have so to these look at two, the rule book. These two are food related, and I, they're like kind of. They're weird, but they're, like, mild, but they're just funny. And it's two of my favorite foods. Okay, so this is called La Tomatina in Spain. Ever dreamed of a real-life food fight? Well, it comes true in Spain. La Tomatina is the biggest tomato fight in the world, annually held in the Valencian town of Buñol in Spain on the last Wednesday of August. Everyone on the street throws tomatoes at each other just for fun. You need to buy a ticket in advance to join the tomato fight. Like, that would be so fun. That would be fun. Like, just a city-wide tomato fight. And then this one is awesome. Cheese rolling. So, this tradition is already been held for 200 years in Gloucester, England. Each year on Gloucester. Each year on the last Monday in May, participants stand on the top of Cooper's Hill waiting for an enormous wheel of cheese to roll a double Gloucester cheat waiting for, oh, waiting for, okay, so they actually have to use a wheel contraption to roll this double Gloucester cheese wheel off the hill. When the cheese starts rolling, everyone chases it, and the first one who catches the cheese can keep it. Can you imagine? You just get to come home with a giant wheel of cheese. You have cheese for life. Your town would have cheese for life. Well, I'd be like freezing that cheese. I'd be like cheese souffle, cheese dip, cheese. We know everything you can make with cheese. (laughs) So mac and cheese grilled. Grilled cheese, mac and cheese. Fried Mm. mac and cheese. Mm. Um, fried Gloucester cheese balls. Can you imagine you just like penny up a slice? (laughs) Take us shaving. (laughs) Could you imagine the people chasing it though? People probably like fall on their face. That's what they said. And they're like tripping and tumbling and stuff trying to catch the cheese. Dude, I would be vicious. What if nobody catches it? I don't know. 
I would just like jump on it, teeth out, see if I can latch onto it. <laughs> you would be like the squirrel from Ice Age. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like trying exactly. to get the cheese. <laughs> um, okay, so that was how I was going to weird you out today. All right. So, so how are you? Oh, wait, we're doing questions. Oh, yeah, I like questions. this break. Questions. See, look, it says love Tracy. Oh, nice. Isn't that sweet? All right. All right. Here we go. I'll ask you first. Okay. What are you proud of but never get an excuse to talk about? That's kind of hard because I'm I'm proud of this podcast, but I talk about it nonstop. I was gonna say if you say this podcast, I'm gonna call bullshit because you talk about it all the time. <laughs> I talk about it all the time. I'm always posting about it too. I was told not to put everything on Facebook, <laughs> and I was like, the only thing I put on Facebook is stuff about the podcast. Wait, what? I was told. Like, don't put your business on Facebook? Yeah. Who told you that? I mean, it's a good rule of thumb, but I don't think you do that. I wasn't. The only thing I put on Facebook is pretty much just about this podcast, or I'll I'll tag you in something or Angel in something, and it's like, but I don't put a whole lot on Facebook. Maybe a picture here or there. Yeah. But... Not too much. I don't know. What is something I'm proud of that I never get next to? Oh, wait. You didn't answer. You just said something. I know. I'm trying to think. All right. So something that I'm proud of that I never get the excuse to talk about. Oh, I would have to say my 30-hour show. I'm pretty proud of that. (laughs) But I never talked to anybody about it except for I talked to your mama. Oh, yeah. That one. That was about it. Your 30-hour show. Yeah, I would say the thing, I'm proud of, like, the work I do at my job, but it's kind of, like, technical and, I mean, I don't think it's dry at all, but, like, I feel like people's eyes glaze over when I start talking about it if they're not in the marketing, especially digital marketing, but I could talk about it all day. Yeah, and they just don't, they don't get it like you do, so, yeah, I understand. It's like, that's why I like my job, because we're always continually learning and talking and discussing about it, so you really, like, get to nerd out. With other people who are just as passionate about the work that you're doing, too. Yeah. Yeah. Huh, huh, huh. I don't know what that was. All right. If you were a flavor, what would it be? Banana cream. Why? I, I just love banana cream. Okay. I feel like it's like, I just love it. It's, I feel like the old, the old, that was the first thing that popped in my head. Well, so I'm can, going with it. I can answer the flavor I definitely would not be. What? Pumpkin spice. Ooh, yeah, I don't like pumpkin spice either. Well, okay, I like pumpkin pie. I like pumpkin pie. But I don't like, I never go to Starbucks and get that pumpkin spice bullshit or whatever. Yeah, every fucking year at autumn time. Oh my gosh, it's pumpkin spice season! Yeah, I don't get it. It's like... It's basically cinnamon. <laughs> like, Fish. shove your pumpkin spice up your... Snatch? Yes. <laughs> I was going to say something ignorant. I was going to say uh, the tea version of that. 
Uh, if I was a if I was a flavor. Oh man. <laughs> I would say cherry. Why? Because I'm I love cherry flavored things. Everything I cherry. I can see that. I feel like you're like super like like cherry seductive. I used to be a ch- obsessed with cherries when I was a kid. My first aim account, second aim account was Cherry Chick two two nine. I love cherry. Like my MySpace things. had like a glittery cherry background at one point. Huh. I had like a cherry bathing suit. I had an ex-boyfriend who was like not like a real boyfriend. He was like a fake boyfriend. Well, like a kid boyfriend. Not a fake boyfriend, but like. Puppy love. Yeah. And he came to my 13th birthday. No. <laughs> no. It wasn't 13. I don't know when it was. He came to some birthday party of mine and he bought me a bunch of cherry stuff and a bunch of um, fuck. Happy Bunny, do you remember that? Yeah. Like the very first memes. I saw something that was like, these are the first memes. And I was like, that is so true. Yeah. Um, he and bought me the, a bunch of- the second was the Keep Calms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Keep Calms. Yep. But, and yeah. then memes started. Yeah, so I'd be Cherry. Okay. All, All right, right. So how are you going to wear me out today, Terrence? Okay. So I'm kind I've of- got... Wait, let me set the scene. I always have to do this. I've got... Six cups in front of me, one with a red drink, one with a yellow drink, one with a cloudy drink, and three clear drinks. And then I have five pieces of Airhead in front of me. Blue, red, pink, green, and white. All right. So the reason why Stacy has these sitting in front of her is because Penn State University did a study. Okay? So the only important part about this study is what I'm going to read you. Color can impact the taste of food, and our experiences and expectations can often, or can affect how we taste food. According to Penn State researchers, who suggest this may have implications for how food and beverage industries should market their products. Oh, shit. This is so interesting. Okay, so this is this is all about how the human brain works. So okay. supposedly our mind will relay flavors to colors and certain tastes. Like associate them? Associate them. Like uh, did I say relate? Yeah. Or oh. I thought you said relay. You no, said relate. relate. Okay. Relate. Um relate those together. Uh-huh. So like our mind will go for like green, usually, for instance, is usually apple. So, like, yeah, if I see something that's green, I'm going to assume, like, that's either apple or watermelon. Yes. So, the reason why I brought this stuff in is because we're going to try it. Oh, like, try to guess, basically, what the flavors are? Yes. Okay. So, so start, what should I start with? Start with the red. red both red things? Uh, Start with the drinks. Let's do the Are drinks first. All the drinks? Yeah. I feel like I want to save some drinks because I want to see if when I'm di- if we're done, all of them, if I eat one of these before I drink, if it changes the taste of it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, just you just all right. take a sip. So this is, I'm drinking the red drink. You know what it smells like? It smells like strawberry jello, and that's my favorite. <laughs> um, Strawberry? 
Yes. So it's strawberry. Yes. Strawberry Fanta. Yes. <laughs> but you, if you didn't smell it, like if it didn't have a smell, you could have also thought there was cherry. And I feel like could- when I smelled it and then I tasted it, it didn't taste as strawberry as it smelled. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like this taste has a strawberry aftertaste, but it could be cherry. But it's just the fact that I associated it with strawberry jello that yeah. I was thinking strawberry. But yeah, if I hadn't have smelled it and thought of the jello, I could have said cherry. Yeah. All right. So, um So now she's gonna do a clear drink. No, let me do every other so that way I can get the taste of the one drink out of my mouth. How about that? Okay. All right, and I won't do, like, the same colors back-to-back. Okay. This is a white airhead. I honestly have no idea. <laughs> I hope you can hear me chewing. Hold on, I'm going to have to turn my mic away for this. <laughs> um, I feel like what? No. Um, you gotta bend your mic back, goofball. I can't tell. I mean, it's good. It tastes like a watermelon Jolly Rancher. Is it watermelon? I don't know. Oh. What do you mean? I thought I was supposed to be guessing. It's the mystery flavor. Who knows what it is? Well, that is the worst. But the point is, is that when you have a mystery flavor, you can't always tell what the flavor is. Oh, do you think it tastes different for, like, different people taste different things? Exactly. So, to me, that tastes like a watermelon Jolly Rancher. So, I would have said, like, watermelon. Okay. All right. All right, put your mic back. All right, now I'm going to try the cloudy, cloudy drink. The cloudy drink, that sounds really bad. Hmm. It kind of tastes like cotton candy, but I feel like it's supposed to be lemon. (laughs) Is it cotton candy? Because that's what it tastes like. That is actually the Voodoo Mountain Dew. What's it supposed to taste like? Well, it's also a mystery flavor, so. Terry? <laughs> I threw a couple of those in there because. What you- does this taste like? I feel like you're going to be biased because I said cotton candy. No, honestly, I thought that it tasted like Skittles. Taste what? it again right now. Now that you tasted it and thought Skittles and I tasted it and said cotton candy, what do you taste? Cotton candy. Do you? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it has like a strong cotton candy taste to me. Okay. Well, I feel like I know what one this is because it's just obvious. Blue raspberry. Yes. <laughs> it was a blue air. Blue, blue is usually like the most guessable color. I'm going to drink my cotton candy. Soda, Mountain Dew. <laughs> it kind of yeah, tastes so. less cotton candy with 
the Mountain Dew. Like, the Airhead is overpowering the cotton candy taste of this. Oh, okay. Which is weird, because now it tastes more like a raspberry. All right, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Airheads are hard to chew. I'll just eat half of it next time. All right. I'll save the three clear ones for last, because that's the one that'll be hard. All right, this is yellow, yellowy gold. Hmm. (laughs) Pineapple? Yep. Uh Uh-uh, really? Pineapple, yep. I was going to say that or mango, but it didn't really taste mango. So... The point of the yellow drink is that our minds associate yellow with citrus. Lemony. Or sour. Or sour, yeah. Okay. I knew it was at lemon. Like, it didn't have that tang that lemon does. Oh, I forgot to uh, mention that reds are usually sweet. Okay. Our mind connects that with sweet. All right. I'll just eat the green airhead. They're going to hate this episode. They're going to be like, why the hell did you guys do this? You made Stacy eat things. <laughs> I can't tell if it's supposed to be green apple or watermelon. 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 Again, I feel like it's just not quite as sour to be green apple. And it tastes like... It tastes a little bit like the mystery flavor, so I wonder if that was watermelon. Hmm. It's a good point, though. Mm-hmm. Or was the mystery flavor cotton candy? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. So now I have three, um, three clear ones. All right. I'll try this one. Oh my god! I have no idea. <laughs> Is this one just Sprite? Like, just plain Sprite? Yeah. <laughs> just plain Sprite. That one threw me off guard because I was expecting a flavor that I did it. And I was like, I know this flavor. I was just going to be like, is it sugar water? No. <laughs> and that's kind of what it tastes like. So Sprite, if you're not looking at it, kind of tastes like sugar water. All right. So now I have the last, the two clear ones. And I have two, a red and a pink, um, airhead. That's cherry, 100%. I just ate the red airhead. Is it cherry? Yes. I wonder if I tasted the watermelon drink with the cherry in my mouth, like the blue raspberry and the cotton candy of this will taste like cherry. Mm-hmm. Tastes mm-hmm. like cherry? Mm-hmm. Now she's having fun with it. She's mixing it on Alright. Mm. Had to chew that one fast. Alright, down to my second to last drink. Orange. Yes. 
It's mandarin orange, but yeah, it's orange. I was going to say tangerine. Yeah, that one was good. Let me see. Hold on. I just tried the pineapple and the orange back to back, and the orange does not taste as much like orange when you taste it after the pineapple. (laughs) All right, this is the pink airhead. This honestly doesn't taste like anything to me. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. Strawberry. It does not taste like strawberry. It just tastes like... Like plain taffy. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Okay, my last one. It's either grape or black raspberry. No, way off. Neither Really? Neither one. Black cherry. No. (laughs) (laughs) I have no fucking idea. Strawberry kiwi. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't. How bad at all? That was a hard one. That was fun, Terry. <laughs> so yeah. So the whole point is that your your mind can change things, and oh, sorry. And so when and like, and sometimes you can tell yourself something. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you can tell yourself that something tastes like something. And then you try it, and then it tastes like that. Yeah. That's what I so, meant. Like, when I made you try the cotton candy, I was like, well, you first tried it and said Skittles. Now I'll try it again, and I feel like you're going to taste cotton candy because it definitely I said it. It tastes like cotton candy the second time. I wonder yeah. if I would have tasted Skittles. No, it definitely tastes like cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> this was fun. It was um, fun. So what is the, what was the, uh, the conclusion of the study? Did they do it for any reason or not really? It's just for fun, I guess. So, so it does say. Mm, that strawberry kiwi one's good. <laughs> so a new, it was a new study from Penn State. That confirms long-lasting research into the relationship between color and taste. What consumers see when they eat matters as much, if not more, than what they taste. Oh, so uh, that's right. It was for marketing. See, I find that so interesting. My favorite class in Towson was consumer behavior. And, like, the book that we read with it was called The Why Behind You... Wait. The Why Behind Why We Buy or something like that. I can't remember. By Pablo Underhill. I don't know why I remember this guy's last name. (laughs) But it's really cool. The whole class is basically like why do people buy things? Like why do we make the purchase decisions that we make? And so it explored stuff like this. It explored like who the influencers are. Like are you more likely to listen 
to a recommendation from your parents or your peers or your someone in authority. Yeah. Like, it was really cool, so that makes me think of that. But, you know what else is really interesting? I wonder if people who are blind and or colorblind taste food differently. Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they don't have anything about that in here, honestly. Um, because that would be so interesting. In the end, so they, they also did it with, uh, like, bitter, tasting bitter, tasting sweet, tasting sour. And at the end, it they came, or they says, although the research did not get the results they expected... They still were intrigued by how quickly some participants learned new color taste associations in the first experience experiment. Right. Like if so, you always associated blue with raspberry, but then you now associate it with cotton candy or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it like if you Ow. go through like the colors and like when they release things like Skittles, for instance, because there's thousands of kinds of Skittles. So, you are associating that color with that flavor. Yeah. Well, you do that when you pick out what you like. Like, if you have, or if you're looking at a pile of candy that you've never tried before, like a brand of candy you've never tried, like Asian candy or Mexican candy or something, like you're going to associate the, you're going to pick the color of the flavor of a candy that you're familiar with. So, like, if it's like a gummy candy and you know, or like a, like an airhead type candy and you know like the only starbursts i like are pink and you're looking at a table full of shit pink orange blue like you're gonna pick the pink one because if you don't like orange starbursts like what makes you think you're gonna like orange this you know even though it could be like peach and you love peach yeah have nothing to do with orange or whatever or like if you know like if you see a two candies Two pieces of taffy that are side by side, one dark orange and one's light orange. Like, I already assume dark orange is going to taste like orange. Light orange is going to be either cream, like orange cream or peach. Yeah. Like, it's weird that we think that, though. Like, just because it's a lighter orange, we're like, oh, that's peach. Or, oh, that's, like, creamsicle. <laughs> See, like, when, and even, like, cotton candy flavored things, I always associate that with a, with a light pink or a light blue. Right, exactly. Because that's usually what they... The coloring mm-hmm. of it is. Exactly. Or bubblegum. Like yeah. blue raspberry cotton candy or bubblegum or cotton candy. Yeah. <laughs> like you'll never know until you try it. That's why I like Bert's Every Flavor Bleeds. Is it popcorn or is it earwax? Is it caramel? or? Is oh, it- <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Jelly Bellies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Except the Harry Potter ones. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, I know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Like you never know if you're going to get like licorice or... Something gross. Yeah, and then they created that game called Bean Boozle because of that, too. Oh, really? Yeah. We're going to play it one one day. Bean Boozle? Yeah. What do you do? We're going to play it on the podcast. What do you do? Okay, so you have, like, a spinner, and you spin it, and then whatever it lands on, that's the kind of jelly bean you pick, and it could be a rotten flavor. Ew. Ew. What the hell? I mean, I was saying Udi or rotten flavor. Oh. <laughs> um, it could be a rotten flavor or it could be a good flavor. So it's just like Bert's Every Flavor Beans. Mm-hmm. But it's in a game form. I like it. So we're going to do that one day. 
and watch us all barf because we got barf. <sighs> yeah, I would uh, not be cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right. So you got anything else to talk about? No, that I really like that strawberry kiwi, whatever that was. That was, good. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only one I finished. The strawberry one is disgusting. Actually, both the fanas are pretty disgusting. So, what do you have played coming up? I'm going to Vegas for work. Are you? Yeah, my work is submitted to awards or to. Like, we submitted things for two awards, so it's the U.S. Search Awards. So it's, like, driving paid traffic and organic traffic. So, like, we submitted two of our clients and the work we've done. And they got picked as, like, finalists, and they don't announce the winners until you go there. Oh, okay. So we have three in, and I worked on two of the clients. So I get to go to Vegas. Awesome. And it's a gala event, so I get to, like, dress up and wear something long and pretty. And there's going? an after party. Um, when? Yeah. October 8th through 10th. I just found out about it, too. It's, it's right around the corner. So that means... So I'm, like, going to get there around the afternoon on the 8th. The thing is on the 9th. And then I come home on the 10th. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this podcast. <laughs> so... What day is that? The 10th is a Thursday. So I will be coming back that I don't I think I'm not coming back till the night time though. Okay. So we can do it that Friday. I'm probably gonna work from home that Friday. We're probably going to uh Or unless you do... wanna do a guest episode with someone while I'm away. I don't care. We could. You can do that. Yeah. Cool. So you'll be having a guest episode coming up. Yeah. Hit us up and see who, tell us who you want. That, that We've had a couple of people uh, show up over the... Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, I, Carrie keeps yelling at me for kicking things. I'm a fidgeter. Um, we've had a couple of <laughs> guest appearances so far. So if you liked one in particular, let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us know. We'll bring them on. And we'll, <laughs> we'll do an episode with a guest. And uh, I'll be excited because when I come back, though, I get to tell you guys all about Vegas, and I've never been. I've never been either. So I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm staying at a place called the Sahara Las Vegas. Okay. And also, if you guys have any places of like you must eat at this place, I'll have a few hours the day before and a few hours the day after to like explore. So I'm looking mostly to eat because that's what I like to do, <laughs> and I don't have money to gamble. So. <laughs> Yeah, so, all right, so we're going to call it quits for today. So, follow us on Instagram, follow me at TerryMiller91, Terry has two Y's, follow Stace at S-T-A-C-E-Y-Y-H. And our mascot, Ball to the Husky, on Instagram, and Husky has five Y's. And also follow Off the Beaten Path at... Off the beaten path. Beaten is spelled B-E-A-T-I-N. Keep that in mind when you're searching for us. Also, like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash O-T-B-P-P. If you have the Purple Podcast app, 
Oh, if you have an iPhone, you have the Purple Podcast app. <laughs> so if you listen to us on the Purple Podcast app, like or uh, leave us a review and rate us. We should have a war one day, like a team iPhone, team Android war. Like we should do like a bingo where we put a bunch of the features of each one together and like see if like which one is better like which one's rated better so like we would pull a feature out and it's like camera and we'd be like android or iphone and then we would have to guess this <laughs> is that not no okay. it sounds fun we'll talk about Cause it because i'm thinking because you have an iphone yes yeah and i have an android yeah <laughs> i'm better so it's so you and i are battling to yeah. see which one's better yeah, yeah we, we should do that. All right. Well, it's been real and it's been fun. So stay true and stay weird. Bye.